0: LSG Media presents A Game of Thrones podcast. Jessica, before we start today's show, I just want to applaud you for your determination because you have just flown <laughs> you you have just flown from New Orleans to Boston. Uh, this morning. Mm -hmm. I know it's been a long day for you. I know that you were uh, drinking for many days with your friends. So many days and so many hours. And now you're here. And I just want to applaud you for the determination. (laughs) Because when I say, we don't have to do this tonight, you're like, nay, sir, nay. Uh, We will do this tonight. This is true. So your your determination is much appreciated.
1: What about my determination with the wine thing? I thought you were going to tell that story too.
0: It's not as compelling, to be perfectly (laughs) frank. But I will say this, it 's um it's good to kind of be back at Game of Thrones. I am telling you i don 't know if i 'm prepared for this i 'm um, feeling like it 's been two years i don 't remember yeah, anything about like mm-hmm. i don't remember anything about what 's going on with these characters. I have no idea how this is going to go and um yeah, I know there 's a lot of mixed feelings about this episode. I know that there was a long wait for this episode, and uh after this recording we 'll only have five episodes left, which is crazy when you think about it, because that is it, man. That is it for Game of Thrones. So I think I've uh, set the stage. Thank you for doing this tonight, because if not, it was looking like it was going to be the end of the week. I got people messaging me on Facebook. I got people tweeting at me, and I'm like, hey, motherfuckers, this shit's free. So you'll get it when you get it, okay?
1: Sorry. The queen is out of state.
0: (laughs) So that's just the way it's going to be. So we're here, And uh, we are kicking things off with the final season, season eight, season eight. Wow. Think about that. How many years ago was this?
1: It was more than eight. And it was actually funny because, so I I watched this live at a bar down in New Orleans. Um, They had like a big viewing party and I was with a couple friends of mine, but one of the friends I was with, Sam, she's she's a member, she listens. Um, A true angel. I turned to her and I said, Sam, over eight years ago. We watched the premiere of Game of Thrones season one together Mm. back when we barely knew each other. And now here we were traveling to a completely different state and watching the premiere of the final season together is very sweet, I must say.
0: That's a pretty crazy thing. Yeah. 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 A lot has changed in eight years. (laughs) Um, When this show started, there was no podcast. That is true. There was no podcast until season four or five, to be honest. I remember the
1: first season of the podcast.
0: It was season... Four,
1: because we podcast about my favorite oh yeah yeah it must have been yep because I season five is my worst favorite season
0: and I believe five is the first one we have in the feed I think four exists though I think somewhere. yeah I think I've got some copies of it floating around somewhere so it's possible that they may make an appearance at some point but all that aside it has been a long run and um, we are now nearing the end and listen LSG media's gotten a lot busier and <laughs> And there's a lot of things going on. So did I dive back into season seven as much as I should have? No. Did I watch some YouTube summaries? Yes. Did I watch a couple episodes from seven? I did. I ended up watching like, I think the first three. So I didn't finish the whole season before kicking things off, but it it whetted my appetite because to be perfectly honest with you coming out of the gate here, to be perfectly honest with you, I was a little like, eh, I don't really care it's coming back. Everyone was excited except me. And I felt, and I felt bad. I felt kind of like guilty about that. Like, eh, I don't care. And then uh, I started rewatching seven and suddenly I got my excitement back again. So that's all it really took was just being reminded as to, um, why I love the show. And, um, and, and I am, I'm glad to be back, but that's my full disclosure about, uh, starting this off. I was like, eh, whatever. But now I'm like, yeah, cool you know what i'm saying <laughs> but but it's not like i got all this all this shit in my head to say i mean there's a lot to talk about with winterfell i know we've i know all of that stuff and you know it's we already see you know one of the things you and i did with our with our um, westworld podcast which i think was smart was after that first season we just said we're not going to go into the bullshit like and, into all the theorizing and looking it up and yeah too much time i'm spending way too much time doing that and apparently that's for people Are already doing for this, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna go on a Reddit forum to look at what somebody thinks the Seven Flaming Arms mean or whatever it is. I think
1: that I'm not even. I'm not interested in that. I don't care. I literally don't care. We'll
0: find out. I think people like. I don't
1: care. Yeah, (laughs) but
0: people like the people. People. Yeah, you will if it matters to the story. I know,
1: but you know what I mean.
0: I think. I think it'll. I think it'll matter for people, but I think really what it comes down to, Mm -hmm. really what it comes down to, is it's just going to be. It's going to be what it is. We're going to find out what it is. And it's fun to guess and figure out, and I get that. But I'm just like, eh, well, see, we'll take it as it comes. I'm not going to run around like a on a wild goose chase looking for theories. I'm just going to watch the show and enjoy it and think about it. I'm not going to read 10 articles and listen to fucking 10 podcasts. I probably won't listen to any podcast, to be honest with you. And uh, just enjoy it for what it is with my own perspective, unsullied, as it were, right? Mm-hmm. The, the cock and balls completely removed from my opinions to keep them clean and pure and virginal, as it were. So here we are. Mm-hmm. So, season eight's back. Yeah. Jessica, I've been talking for a while now. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Let's hear what you have to say.
1: Overall in the episode? Sure. Um, it's, it is an interesting experience to watch the Game of Thrones premiere. It was an interesting experience uh, for me being in a bar with a ton of people who were watching it. Um, by the way, they were quiet as fuck. They were yelling at people for making noise. Like, it was intense. Like, they were all, like, intense Game of Thrones watchers. It was, a re- it was a real deal. Um, So it's crazy being with a bunch of people and this is an episode that like, there's a lot of fan service and a lot of like playing on emotional shit for people. Do you know what I mean? Sure. And when you're out with a ton of people and something happens, like Tyrion makes a joke about balls and everybody in the room laughs. It's like, it's just a completely different experience. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it. And I'm like, okay, I need to watch this episode again. So the same bar was repeating the episode at 1030 and there were a lot less people. So I watched a bunch of it again. Um, maybe not the whole episode, but a good chunk of it. Oh, ten, whatever time. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, And then I just came home and rewatched it today. So I could actually have like
0: a uh, sort of a more of an actual opinion, opinion that wasn't
1: <laughs> be, because even when I watched it the first time, I'm like, oh my God, I love all these reunions, but like I'm sick of all these reunions. Like this, I, this is stupid. I know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you're there and like Argus sees John and they like hug and everyone's like, oh, and it's like, Fifty people saying that you're sure. like oh, i love this so much like darian johnson was really good at me cry. i'm not gonna lie that that actually was awesome and i have no complaints about it um but overall i feel like it's hard because we didn't see this for so long they had to do a lot of setup if they're going to get through everything they need to get through which is basically they had to get all of our characters together we can't have the two seasons of someone trying to get to one place we basically are like they all have to be here now right because we don't have time for everything else um so it was basically just like reunion after, reunion after reunion after reunion after reunion. And hopefully it's just like here are all our chess pieces and where they are to set up for the rest of the season. Right. Like I feel like this episode had a lot of setup and a little fan service.
0: Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. You know, I've always I've always I, I know people when people say things like fan service, I I I not I'm not being deliberately obtuse, but sometimes I wonder exactly what does that look like. Because well, I can like tell you. <laughs> because like you said, it it is a bunch of characters that haven't seen each other in a long time. And I feel like the show can't just go past that. Mm -hmm. I feel like they have to show it. If they haven't seen each other in years, people are going to be like, whoa, I guess they already met, you know, you, you, I almost feel like you have to. Um, Right. But, but give me an example of, of what you mean or what you think people mean when they say fan service.
1: Um, I, I think like the constant the reunion after reunion after reunion of everybody seeing each other and getting to make their joke about their past thing together mm-hmm. um I, like the 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 extended dragon scene which I know is there for a point to prove that like Jon Snow's Targaryen like I get that I understand why we're doing it but it was way too cutesy and fan servicey for me mm-hmm. the two of them riding the dragon together it was it been much.
0: Yeah, that was the even. Low- though I get the point. I get it too. That's the low point of the episode for me too. To be perfectly frank, I think that I think seeing the dragons ride off with them ride the dragons. I think I think Jon Snow riding a dragon matters because it's going to matter later in this season. But I felt like perhaps the sequence was a little bit long. And when I sat down to watch it a second time, I thought to myself, I wonder if I'm going to think if it's as um, I wonder if when I sit down to watch the dragon riding sequence again, if I feel like it's going to be long if it's still going to feel long and it definitely did
1: it felt longer cuz again the first time i watched it everyone's like cool dragons yeah and they're like tearing and shit and then just watching it now sitting in the living room i was like <sighs> it felt it longer it's kind of cheesy, i don't know yeah kind I of felt get behind it
0: kind of felt the same to me uh, but but long for sure I, I i would agree with you there yeah like I, I, again i think i think the best fan service a show can offer is to make a good show mm-hmm. right that's fan service to me make a good show and um, I think they've made a good show. And although this is largely sort of like like you said, we're we're kind of just getting the Lincoln Logs all together here, right? We're getting all our pieces set aside for whatever we're going to build. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're seeing here. But but I do like some of the parallels to season one. Um, this this kid right in the beginning of the episode here, uh, as he's running. A <laughs> as as the as the king or the queen so to speak is showing up with her army at winterfell. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of season 1 quite a bit. But um yeah, just this there's there's cool parallels here. I think it was John uh, old Johnny Butters pointed out in the chat the 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 Ned Stark line next time I see you I'll tell you about your mother, which was cool cuz we we see the statue in the background. Ooh, yeah. yeah, very cool. I thought that was a good spot by him. But there's a lot of different things out there that I think were necessary to the episode. What what would you say a highlight is?
1: Um, I love the Arya and Jon reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was one of the best parts. Of the show. I, I actually, fan servicey and a zillion reunions in a row or not, I loved every single interaction Arya had with the character she was seeing again for the first time. I liked her interaction with the Hound. Um, I liked her interaction with Gendry or Gendry. I don't know how the fuck to say his name because he didn't matter for so long. And I ship them, by the way, so if you guys want to all get on board that that right now, we're going to talk about that all season, all bored. Them as a couple. Love them. The end. Okay? It was cute. Um, obviously, like, hmm. um, the scene with um, Sam and Danny was fantastic. Like, there was, there was good character moments. Who and um, who? I'm sorry. Sam no. and Danny.
0: Oh, yeah. That was great.
1: Um, because the guy who plays Sam is incredible. Like, he was, he was unbelievably good in the scene. Um, just like Maisie Williams was unbelievably good in every scene that she was in. Um, in the episode. But, yeah, the scene with her and John is really, really great. Like really great, and yeah, I the love same the same as setting. John
0: Bradley, Sam Tarley.
1: Yeah, that's a, also And of course, the big reveal to John was great too. I liked that it was Sam that did it. I liked that Sam was pissed when he did it because he was mad at Danny, mm-hmm. and and that also kind of fueled him him doing that. Um, I think that was super well done, and that's a reveal that like we've been waiting for so long since we started to guess that that was the case. Mm-hmm. But imagine like even like book readers and shit like who uh, it must be incredible for them to finally. Uh, get that, you know?
0: Right. Get Got the like, get oh, the truth of a story. Finally. Heritage. Finally.
1: Sure. Like this thing that we wondered it about for so long. It's really um is really good.
0: Right. Yeah. It's good stuff. So um why don't we uh, why don't we dive in and, and, and sort of run through this and, and before that I think we should probably just maybe quickly discuss scheduling and release and a little bit of that. Um, just kind of get that out of the way. That's something we should nail down for the people. It also helped me with some of the stuff I have going on with Matt. But um, I know that you prefer earlier in the week versus later in the week, and I'm of sure course. the listeners do as well. Um, and then, of course, I would also say I know with your schedule it can be challenging. But do you do you have a day that you could commit to, or do you want to float between Monday
1: and Tuesday? I think we're probably going to have to float. I think that's the only way that it's going to work. Okay. Um, and I posted that on the page because someone asked at one point about the first episode, and um,
0: so so what would be a proper expectation for listeners? In terms of a heads up on that, obviously tonight was not a good way to do it because we no. said in fifteen minutes we're going live. But
1: we'll we'll know in advance. It just it will just depend on how you know the week and and everything. Typically is going. a
0: week before you think, or a few days before. Yeah,
1: definitely a few days before. A few, few days sure, before, maybe even a week. It, it's it's gonna, It's going to depend. It's going to vary. I'm sorry, guys. My schedule's okay.
0: Annoying. That's fine. I think I think that's more than fair. All right, so there you have it. So probably Monday or probably a Tuesday, which means Matt and I will oscillate our. BSG between Monday and Tuesday and our bonus recording between Monday and Tuesday, depending on what. And um, and yeah, I mean, it's only a six-week juggle. Again, we're uh, only five after this one. Mm-hmm. But um, did you know, I didn't know this, I'm reading a Wikipedia article about fan service, that it's um, it originated in Japan as a term what interesting fan service oh really is a material and in work or fiction in a fictional series which is intentionally added to please the audience the term originating in japanese in the anime manga fandom it has been used in other languages and media it's about servicing the fan giving the fans exactly what they want fan service can also refer to other stories that contain visual elements interesting so yeah i thought that was kind of neat i didn't realize that um it had originated in japan I don't know, if, how could you actually even prove that? I don't know. Writers throughout history have probably been occasionally writing something to please people, right? Well, it seems yeah. like such a loose definition. Anyway, and uh, thank you very much to everyone who's in the chat. Of course, if you only listen to the Game of Thrones podcast, what you might not know is that we have uh, moved away from Mixler and we've moved over to YouTube. And um, we don't have cameras, but we do, uh, we do little visual check-ins on the episode for a few minutes, um, enough to not get banned although I routinely get shit pulled. And uh, we have a little image up there, and sometimes you can see us if we're looking up stuff or whatever. But yeah, so make sure you uh, make sure you go to libertygeek.net slash live and you click that little bell and get notifications and stuff as to when we're going to go live and all that jazz. But the, the, uh, the live chat's filling up rapidly, and I appreciate that. So you guys are having fun in there bullshitting and talking, and uh, we will routinely uh, see what people have going on over there. Like right now, Tiffany Bell just said, I feel like Daniel took smug a bit too far. Oh, really? You know enough about the city to casually make changes? Shut up, Daenerys. Tiffany Bell, I'm with you. Shut up, Daenerys. Yeah, she
1: did not come across well in this episode at all.
0: Some people, uh, I've, I've been on- i a- like
1: Sansa who came across like a badass. Like,
0: See, on this we're aligned.
1: I'm Team Sansa big time Everyone's
0: calling her to see you next Tuesday. And I'm like, you know what?
1: Give me all the Sansa Stark. I will be her. Like, honestly. I'm into
0: it. I'm into Sansa. So let's talk about this. And let's start where we always do, at the beginning. Okay. So, take me through uh, the opening scene here.
1: Um, the First thing I do want to say, like, I love the opening of the ah. Previously on Game of Thrones. In the credits. Yes, both. Because when we started watching the episode and Previously on started, Dean's like, skip this. And I said, no, because I loved it. It, it reminded me of, um, it reminded me of the episode, The Gift of Buffy, which was supposed to be the finale before they got switched to a new network, like the last episode of season five. And... Previously on Buffy, as they started like previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and started going through the characters where she's like, I'm Buffy, and it's like, I'm like all these scenes throughout the iconic scenes throughout the entire show from the beginning, just working your way through to where it is right now. I feel like this did something so similar, and I liked to watch it. It was awesome. Sure, opening credits look great too. Um, and then you know, we got the kid coming through the woods, and the uh, the army is coming to Winterfell, and
0: this is an impressive visual moment in this in this show, I think. Um, I, I this is uh this, this gives us a great a great look at the, the the force that is at Danny's command this is a giant amount of troops I don't know all the logistics like I said I didn't go back and, and do a ton of research before this episode um, so sorry about that you'll have to exile me to the uh, to Castle Black oh wait it doesn't exist anymore I guess you're chopping my head off I don't know but Probably. um but yeah, it's, it's in terms of numbers in the uh in the armed forces here between the various groups, I know it's gotta be a lot because um there's gonna be a problem feeding all of these people. And I'm glad that's something that comes up here. But but just in terms of the visual spectacle of this open, it is impressive. And <laughs> this is something <laughs> this is something Tiffany Bell said. So I'm kinda stealing it. But when they, when they show Miss Sandy and they show Grey Worm, she's like a couple of raisins and a bowl of oatmeal. I know how that feels. <laughs> Holy shit. I fucking howled when Tiffany said that on Facebook. I was crying laughing. So I wanted to make sure to properly uh, uh, credit that joke to you. Couple of raisins in a bowl of oatmeal. God damn, that shit was funny. But but there's a lot of that going on. There's There's a lot of... You know, it's not just because they are darker skinned. I just think they're strangers. All of these people yes. are strangers, and Winterfell does not love strangers. And uh, we see this uh, pretty clearly right from the jump. Here, we see the way they look at Danny. We see the way Danny looks at them. They're very unsuspecting. They're very untrusting. And uh, let's get right into the dialogue with Varys and Tyrion.
1: Yeah, you, you know, there is funny. Everybody laughed. Is it whatever. It's not, you know, anything of great importance. <laughs>
0: it didn't. It didn't blow your mind.
1: No, I mean they were funny. It was whatever. You need your comic relief in every show. Um, I want more from did, Tyrion did, a lot. Okay,
0: I want to talk about Tyrion. Um, somebody said in the chat, um, and I already went by so quickly. Somebody said. Um,
1: oh my god I'm sorry my cat just like really bit me
0: <laughs> well what are you doing to her
1: she was laying in my lap and I and I pet her and she like legit... did
0: you ruffian and pet her <laughs> yes. yes don't ruffian and pet she the cat.
1: Legit bit me <gasps> I think she forgot who I was and I was gone for four <laughs> days oh my god That's sorry hilarious. guys holy shit
0: <laughs> cat bite can we get a can we get a do-over
1: oh my god <laughs> sorry <laughs>
0: I think it was, anyway, somebody back, said, Somebody said, has Tyrion been relegated to just telling jokes?
1: Yeah. And I liked his other joke better about, no, Sansa told a good joke about the wedding where Sansa said, like, it had its moments. Tyrion yeah, we're, we're not there yet. Yeah, I know, but yeah. yeah.
0: But I'm just saying Tyrion. Let's talk about Tyrion for a minute. I know that Tyrion, he, he almost feels criminally underused and... He, he does. He almost feels kind of like he's not making good decisions anymore too. Like he's missing obvious things. He's a little yes. off his game, he's right? He's
1: definitely off his game and I don't like that. Um, Like I don't like that from, from Tyrion's character because he's been one of the best characters in the show for so long. I don't know if this is like that lack of source material problem where... Mm-hmm. We're not getting the same character per se because they don't have, they're not working from the source material. Because I, I, I had that feeling a lot last season. I feel like we talked about that quite a bit. Um, is that maybe some of the stuff we disliked had something to do with that. Um, and I worry about that with Tyrion because Tyrion has, you know, when they're like, I thought you were the cleverest man I, I knew, mm. and I'm like, I thought he was the cleverest man I knew. Like, what happens?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It's fair. It's a fair criticism. Um, <sighs> There's a there's a couple things with this Tyrion stuff in these early scenes. Um as they arrive as the procession arrives at Winterfell, um the the great moment with the dragon, but as we're talking about Tyrion, we're kind of jumping ahead on it, but ah, the the stuff with Davos telling Tyrion about the Northmen, I was like I love Davos, I love that he has I love that Davos gets dialogue. I love that Davos gets to say and do shit because I think he's an awesome character but i also feel like really tyrion doesn't know about the relationship between the crown and the northmen i think tyrion kind of does know that and i almost felt like dude davos you're talking to a guy who kind of already knows winterfell he's been here before or he's at least been north mm-hmm. no he's been to winterfell as we saw and and he's a learned guy he's a smart guy i kind of felt like eh. yeah and it's a total nitpick and i and i and i fully admit to the nitpickiness of this commentary but I, it just reminded me that Tyrion, knows, like Tyrion, Tyrion has always been the guy who is constantly underestimated because he is a drunken, lecherous little dwarf man mm-hmm. that his father hates and, and nobody takes seriously. And they've always underestimated him. And he's always been super smart and way ahead of everybody in yeah. terms of the intellect. And I feel like we're almost seeing, I feel like in the last season, it took a backseat and we're still seeing it again. Right. We're still seeing the the we're still seeing the what why is Tyrion not as brilliant as he once was going into the season.
1: I wanna read a comment from the chat. Alex Olson said Tyrion's element is politics in court that's kind of gone out the window now with the undead attack. That's a
0: good point. Like maybe a
1: lot of it has to do with just being out of his element. Um, kind of like Ned Stark going south, Tyrion going north might be his downfall. Oh, oh! oh and my Deadpool, I did at work. I did say Tyrion was going to live, so that's not what I want to hear. <laughs>
0: yeah, the Deadpool. By the way, uh, if anyone is in, it's actually the, the survivor. Yeah, pool. my Deadpool
1: is a work thing.
0: Survivor for pool many. for for us, we did, and uh, John had that head has has taken care of all of that. So we will get routine. Will we? We will get weekly updates on that, and uh, obviously that will become relevant. Once people start dying. So uh, in the meantime, we'll just kind of sit tight on that.
1: Spoiler, no one really died except Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Wow. But um, if you go to promisemenerds.com, you will find it. Um, It's just kind of an offshoot of our website that John has built for this. So if you go to promisemenerds.com, you will find everything you need to find there And the, and all of your picks have already been submitted. One of the reasons we, you know, we had people go, oh, when are you doing it? And I was like, well, the deadline was like a year and a half ago. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason we did it so soon, and this was John's idea, and I think it's a smart one, is because we, we spoilers do leak. And I just wanted to make sure that we had absolutely no fuckery because, you know, if we're going to give some prizes, we want to make sure that people are getting legit prizes here, so. It's done. It's it's locked and loaded. Everyone that uh, submitted their picks, John will continuously update that. So I know that w- I know that in the off season we've kind of been radio silent, but all of that stuff is still going on, and um, it will be tended to with the care that you all deserve. And that's that. So let's talk about the 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 sort of court meeting. I guess you'd say.
1: <coughs> Sorry. Oh, can we briefly mention on um. The, the Danny and uh, Sansa first meeting where Danny's all oh, like, God, it's awesome. your town is so beautiful and you're so pretty. Can we be best friends and braid each other's hair? And Sansa's like, whatever, bitch. Sansa, like- and I was like, yes, Sansa, <laughs> fucking queen.
0: Sansa's like, you're awfully short.
1: I love <laughs> Sansa Stark. Bye. Like, all about her. It was such a funny scene because Danny is so like, "Hi, can we be friends?" And mm-hmm. Sansa's like, "Lol." <laughs> did fantastic. you miss? Did you
0: miss our? Did you miss one of our most favorite characters of all time? Though.
1: Wait, which one? <clears throat> oh, Brand Droid. He's so bad at like that <clears throat> This episode, like it is like the all the memes of Bran. I die every time I see <laughs> you one. They're so funny it literally is. It's like someone like walks into a room. and It's like. It also kind of reminds me of Arrested Development when they pan out on a scene, like when someone's talking about someone and like Job is right there, except in every scene they pan out and Bran is just like staring at somebody. And that person is like, oh God.
0: Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're still in the chat. They're still kind of talking about Tyrion and his politics and stuff. The other thing too I think about with Tyrion is I always wonder, did he always feel... Like ultimately, he was protected when Tywin was still alive. Like, he's always like, I can be a fuck up because that's what they expect of me anyway, and I can be underestimated. Now it's like he's got no real family safety net. He's just alone, and he's the, he's got nobody except hopefully Danny, you know? I mean,
1: relying on a different, definitely a different thing. But he's also falsely relying on his family because I do believe that he actually thinks Cersei's going to come north, which is, crazy but i do think that he believes it i think he believes it because he thinks that she's pregnant mm. is it are we going back to like cersei is gonna have a baby so she wants things to happen Good yeah
0: things? maybe is that jamie's jamie's baby
1: obviously i mean you're on great joy i doesn't think so but...
0: well that's but that's yeah we'll have to talk about that we're getting a little ahead of ourselves yeah, I know, sorry. when we get when we, go to, <laughs> I
1: help it. when we
0: get to king's landing but um boy is she a lot taller than danny
1: oh my god what's the actress's name in the place or Sophie Turner? Yeah, she's I great. I fucking love her. She's so pretty and she's like so tall and, and sure the way is. she carries herself is like so fantastic. Um, I, I really, really,
0: really, love, really? Wow. I,
1: I don't know. I'm just a fan of her and it makes me want to see like the freaking like Dark Phoenix movie or whatever, like solely because I love her. Okay. <laughs> like, I love Sophie Turner. She's so good.
0: But uh, what do you think of the cool exterior here? What, 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 what do you think she hopes to gain by presenting herself to Daenerys like this? What do you think's going on here? I have a theory.
1: She's protecting her family in the North, period. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what matters most to her. Yep. And Jon sa- says it's what matters most to him, but, like, I think that we worry about, you know, is he, what's he thinking with? Just like Sansa said, like, or who said it? Sansa yeah yeah Sansa did you take the knee because you wanted to save the north or because you were in love with her like mm-hmm. I, I sometimes think cause you know Jon Snow didn't bang anybody for a long time then he had a grit and that mm. was probably pretty cool and then like he didn't for a really long time I can't time. help it
0: Sansa and
1: then he found a queen and all of a sudden he's like thinking with his dick like I don't know I can't this help Sansa. it
0: Sansa I've got the thirst now <laughs> I'll bend both <laughs> knees for it <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it I'm thirsty i waited my whole life Sansa <laughs> I'll bend your knees for it.
1: Oh my god. Jesus
0: Christ, John.
1: I just picture like like Danny being like, yeah, John, get on your knees, bud. Like <laughs> uh, Call me your queen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll do whatever she wants, Sansa.
1: Oh my god. The fake like Game of Thrones like internet porn must be fantastic right now.
0: <laughs> it's not fake.
1: Well no, but you know what I mean? Like if you pretend to be Danny and John, oh must be so good.
0: <laughs> well, it's pretty funny. I, uh, I, I, so I like what you're saying there. I think you're right. I think she's, she's got the blood of the wolf. I think she wants to protect the pack. Love that. that I woman. also think that there is a, I think that she is securing her strength among her people as they watch her interact with Danny.
1: Yes, that's a great point. Right? That's a great point because she, because they always have supported John over her and now think about that she needs to make sure they don't come in and support Danny over her like she needs to know that she still has some type of handle on her place
0: right and I think people watch Sansa they watch the way she carries herself they watch her there's that look she gives Danny is just too good right and I think they I think she says all the right things she doesn't shower her with compliments. She doesn't blow smoke up her ass. She just says what she's supposed to say yes. which is the Winterfell my is yours clearly because my brother says so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry Sansa. She's really pretty and smells like lilacs. <laughs>
1: Whatever. <laughs> look at her Look at her white hair. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: doesn't smell like wolves and snow for a change.
1: Oh. Can I be
0: happy Sansa?
1: R.I.P. you grit.
0: RIP. Yeah. It's a terrible Jon Snow, but I'm still doing it.
1: No, I mean you gotta. We need somebody to do okay. Jon Snow, <laughs> and it's could be me. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: it's a good time,
0: but um, this meeting is 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 quickly broken up. <laughs> mm, this is not important. I have no emotions.
1: Beep beep. I don't know. Uh, is is Bran so awful because the actor is not good? No, nah, I love Bran. I don't care. What?
0: <laughs> Hot takes. Hot takes, love them. I love that this little freak.
1: Is canceled. I can't sit next to you. We you told me how you love Brand. Oh, I
0: fucking love him. That little, oh, that little, little fucking silly leg fruitcake. <laughs> I love that kid. Huh? Right. I wanted. him Brand is
1: the worst character I, when in the him show. Ind- Look, I'm going other bur- than fucking Grey Listen, I don't
0: want to bury the lead, but when 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 Jamie sees him, that Jamie, the, best. That's the I, I best. wanted, I wanted, I wanted Jamie just to wave with the gone hand, and for Bran to take the blanket off his legs. <laughs> we've both had a tough road so Jamie (laughs) Uh, Jamie
1: instead fucking shit his pants like what the fuck that's awesome oh okay that That was was really funny uh, uh, okay
0: no but, but I like his point he's like we don't have time for this bullshit
1: yeah, everyone stop at the reunions and you're loving each other. Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's he, move on.
0: He represents the the audience who's like, enough of this shit. <laughs> All right, we've
1: had enough of your reunions. <laughs> Y'all gonna move on. Let's get to the room. So basically what
0: I'm saying is if you don't like the character reunions, you're essentially a uh, a, a legless android <laughs> with no emotional content in your soul. <laughs> oh my God. But so he's got funny. a point, man. He's he's like, this. none of this really matters. All this, you know, it, it's funny because... He's kind of right, but let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the meeting. Oh boy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Still lovely on a warm Bye. Don't fucking care.
0: By the way, She's when best. Umber gets called on, isn't he like a kid who's like, oh my God, I wasn't listening.
1: Yeah. Oh, literally. <laughs>
0: like the way he pops up.
1: And when we got like, solve the math problem, you're like, oh.
0: <laughs> point out on this map where High Garden is. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs>
1: Yeah, poor Lord Umber, but don't worry, he's he's not alive much longer, so it's fine. It's just fine. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh, hope he wasn't anybody's survivor pool.
0: And this kid, you know, I like this. This is like uh, the movie Office Space, where he's like, I have seven bosses. That's this kid. He's like, I'm sorry. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like trying to name all these people sitting before him to get all the titles correct. And,
1: you know what? Danny looks like <laughs> such a fucking cocky bitch in this scene. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit on Danny so much. I'm sorry, guys, because I don't I'm mean to, but I'm going to because I literally hate her and John as a couple, and she's such a bitch in this episode. <laughs> I can't move on for, it. she's so pretty, and like I like that she was like trying to help Jor out and shit, but like that's about it. So I got for her. So I'm gonna talk a lot of shit about Danny, and I just want to warn you all now that it's fucking coming.
0: Yeah. Only in a like, but you're not, are you?
1: I love her. Don't care. <clears throat> she even reminds me of Sansa. She's like, oh, I'll tell you what the fucks up.
0: See, I, 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 like her, but I think she's getting a little too big for her britches. Never. A little bit.
1: You also like Bran, so I mean, you, we can't account for taste here.
0: How? I mean, <laughs> how can you not like Bran? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> He's a three dude do dude. People are like, you know, did you see the? Did you see the fake thing online where it was like? A uh, me to build Bran a ramp because <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere. The whole episode, he just sits there like near the gate. <laughs> like people a... just
1: walk by yeah. him. <laughs> like, can someone bring Bran inside? It's cold out. No... Can someone go get Bran and bring him inside? <laughs> he's cold. He needs dinner.
0: Apparently, there is no fucking <laughs> like. Apparently, not one. There's no polite Northman. They're just like ah, they just they could sit there in the in the rain. But you know, he's practicing to be the guy. And the, the guy sat in the tree for how long?
1: That sounds boring as fuck. But I guess so, if you can see into everybody's mind, that's a whole different life.
0: He's so he's kind of practicing for his time in the tree. The I, three-eyed ravens are not known to be uh, traveled. All right, I'm moving people. on from
1: Brand. I'm done talking about right.
0: him. Let's move on from Brand.
1: Man, Danny sucks. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> so, Liana is basically representing the voice of the north.
1: Yeah, the voice of people. Love that. Love that chick. Love her. How's Mormont for life?
0: Well. Let's talk about it because
1: Bear Island, because baby. one
0: of the one of the conflicts here is I left and I brought back an army. I brought back dragons, right?
1: Yes, so. and and John is, and I will give John this. And John is the only person who understands like the gravity of the situation. They're still all worried about who's going to be in fucking charge, and the answer is you're all going to be dead if you don't pay more attention to what's actually going on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Danny also has to pay attention to the fact that these people want to follow John, which obviously Davos is going to talk about later, what they can do to, to unite these people who are never going to get behind Danny, but are always going to be behind John. You know? Mm-hmm. So obviously that's going to come up later, but there's something to be said for that. These people don't know Danny. She's not even from their area at all. And they're just supposed to, you know, oh, she's got dragons.
0: John was in a very difficult position.
1: 100% he was.
0: <clears throat> and. <sighs> It's funny, you, you could, you, what, what I would like to do is just even think about what about, if, if I'm, if I'm the Northman, I'm like, okay, I kind of understand the position John was in, but what about this Danny lady? She wouldn't help unless he bent the knee. That's the other part of the equation. What, what the episode chooses to focus on is, oh, John, you know, John made a decision. He bent the knee. And in other words, he's, he was dubbed King in the North. And then he just essentially abdicated himself of that responsibility because to him, the greater responsibility was securing the the military power of Danny, the Unsullied, the Dragons, the Dothraki. All of this makes sense. Because to John, he thinks we're not going to survive the Night King's attack. Mm-hmm. But part of me wonders: is John thinking? And I think some of the Northmen think. Well, what happens after that? If we survive, if we're dead either way, who cares? But if we survive, then what mm-hmm. are we? Is Danny our queen? Is that is that the way it's going to be now? Or mm-hmm. But but the I don't think the, the the episode doesn't take you down the path of well, what does that say about this Danny person who's so obsessed? Like, you know, because like Bran says, none of this stuff matters. And he's kind of right, but it does matter at all to Danny because Danny demands the fealty.
1: Right, because it doesn't matter to John and just like again, who who's who says to him, Oh, she you took the knee for her, would she do it for you? Like Sansa, I believe. Dude, why is it's the best character on the show? Come <laughs> at me, YouTube or wherever we are. Like, I love Sansa. I will fight you.
0: Why? Wow, Plenty of people love Sansa.
1: Yeah, I'm starting a fan club for her. I'm going to make <clears throat> fucking t shirts. I am all about this life. But
0: well, what was your point?
1: No, just that John is willing to give everything up to do whatever because he, he is trying to do the good of his people in his mind. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although, no, I, I get what he's doing.
0: But, it makes sense to me.
1: Uh, I'm just trying to agree with you on your point of the fact that, like, Danny does not. Danny cares more about her power than the people, and she's been that way for a long time.
0: Yeah, if I, if you go back and listen to oral shows, we always would joke about her being like, I am this person, I deserve this, mm-hmm. right? We always, we joked about the most white privileged lady in the whole show was Danny because she just deserves,
1: deserves, deserves, it's my right, it's my right, it's my right. And she helps people, but it's not to help people. She's doing it because she wants power, and she's done that forever. Mm-hmm. And I hate the way she just hurts Jorah time and time again, and I find it unacceptable behavior, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say the the masks were not even masked. I guess you'd say explicit morality in her claim is <clears throat> that she wants to break the wheel. And there's something possibly noble about breaking that wheel and, and being a just queen and making life fucking hunky-dory for Westeros, right? But then there's also the she so much of her claim rests on the what she considers the right of her claim, which is I am a Targaryen heir. How is she gonna take the news? We'll have to put a pin in that for a minute. I
1: think we're gonna... she'll probably get John murdered.
0: Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Or do you she'll want
1: be like, to, Can you just lie about your identity, honey, please?
0: All right. <laughs> Can I hump you again? I'll do I anything.
1: It'll be like Cersei though in the scene where <laughs> she's just like, Oh, I guess I'll have sex with this guy He's like, I have to. Ugh.
0: I think she yeah, well, I think Cersei did that because she wants to mask the fact that Jamie's the actual father of that kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. But also oh my god. Oh, we'll, get Man, we'll get there.
0: We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to Winterfell. I can't I wait mean, to um, talk about that. Whatever it's called, King's Landing. I forgot the name of the places it's been so long. <laughs> we'll go to the place where I'm the fucking uh, the dumb queen lady is. I don't know.
1: Oh, I did ask about like that whole guy struggling. I forgot his name. I, I thought he was from the Iron Bank, but he's actually from the Golden Company. Like I was real messed up about I that. I forgot his
0: name too, actually. When then I why did you tell me immediately? Because I, because...
1: I kept, what, is his first name Harry?
0: I've seen it twice. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because I kept like wanting to call him Harry. I'm like, there's no, his name is Harry. He's on Game of Thrones. Like that's not a Game of Thrones name, but like, I can not Maybe
0: Harold would have been better.
1: You think? Yeah. Or Harrison? Harold. Harold's is actually a good game of Thrones. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay,
0: anyways. Let's talk about, um, well, basically John's assent- John's maintaining his claim that is, this is what happened. You, I have fought these things. You have not. And um, that's, it's, you don't know what I know, with all due respect. When I was among the wildlings, and I went north, and I fought with them, I know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And he has a point.
1: Yeah, he does. He sure does.
0: We see... um a metric fuck ton of uh, dragon glass coming in, and uh, I like seeing I like seeing Gendry back to work here.
1: Is this name Gendry or Gendry? How is it actually? pronounced? I should say
0: Gendry, but I've probably said Gendry. I'm just
1: gonna start calling him Arya's boyfriend mm, moving
0: forward. You can okay. I'll, I'll stick you. to Gendry,
1: <laughs> Mister Arya Stark.
0: <laughs> but um, that's exciting. So I, I like seeing the kid doing his thing.
1: I'm glad that they brought him back, and I'm glad that. He- me too. Because you know how characters just disappear, and, and and you're like, okay, but but what?
0: Right. Like Melisandra. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: Melisandra, Like that's that's a great example. And and I feel like there are like She's plenty of TV Essos. shows have done that where they've gotten rid of characters and they haven't gotten their proper due. And I really thought Gendry was going to be one of those characters. And the fact that he's not going to be makes me really happy right. because I think he's an interesting character. Because back in the day, technically, he would have been the heir to the Iron Throne. At Robert's death. And sure. I think that makes him a really interesting character.
0: Yeah. I also think it's cool just to see somebody of Robert's line, an actual Baratheon. Yeah. It's cool. Right. There's none left. Right. Right. Ever since that big blonde lady chopped off Stannis's head, hacked him up Not on the tree. Stannis. <laughs> remember
1: Stannis. <laughs> oh,
0: how could I forget cute. Stannis?
1: Um, Remember Renly?
0: I remember them all.
1: Ugh. <laughs> you oh want to world. just do this for the next hour <laughs> remember that. Remember? Remember? do you
0: remember what was his name was it Ned Stark
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember when we thought this was like a great show and then how literally Sean Bean got decapitated remember Marjorie
0: uh, remember remember Catelyn and Laura Rob Tyrell. Remember Rob Stark <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, the memories remember yeah. every Stark pretty much ever well,
0: all the Baratheans oh. are dead all the all the Mar- um, remember the Martells that they completely ruined oh
1: and the Tyrells yeah
0: well let's get back to the episode
1: alright hashtag team over and forever let's go
0: it's a pretty good team let's Thank go you. to um. let's go to Sansa meeting her I guess they've never been divorced have they is that her husband still <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is they must have they gotten some type of annulment because she was married to Ramsay, so they had to have done something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Yeah, you're right. Maybe because they didn't consummate their marriage, it, it was annulled. I can't remember the circumstances of how she was able to marry Ramsay because of Tyrion still being her husband. That's probably um, it. So it has to. It probably has something to do with not bang, Honestly, it's it's probably it. Um, he was a kind husband to her. I'm sure
0: <laughs> he's a kind and gentle man.
1: Um, and this was fun i mean they were funny the the, the wedding it had its moments like that was funny i laughed out loud at that every time i've seen it like it made me laugh every time mm-hmm. um and it's just interesting how they're like they survived and i like that Tyrion also knows how smart sansa is and he's like everyone underestimated you and now all those people are dead all those people underestimated you are dead because didn't we all underestimate sansa and sure. fucking hate her guts for so long did we hate her i did season one
0: Nah, cool. she was a child oh please she was a child
1: you name one person who likes Sansa in season one it's like like in Bran okay? I have my Jesus. hand
0: raised I have my hand raised <laughs> this is
1: the most unacceptable conversation I've ever had
0: well you're you have a choice you can cancel the podcast now or we can continue and you can soldier on through what's it gonna be we're gonna have to the people wanna know we have to go,
1: have to go. <laughs> the people unreal.
0: want to know bye
1: um, yeah, it, 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 you know, it's cool to see him again. It, it, it was nothing like earth shattering. It was just cute moments. It, although the interesting thing of the fact that Sansa seems to have more of a grip on what's going on than Tyrion does.
0: Well, why does Tyr, does Tyrion really trust Cersei?
1: He believes that she's coming. I believe that. I really do. To fight for you. For me? That's for what Sansa way?
0: says. To fight for you. And you believed her. I like how she's square. They're kind of standing side by side yeah. in that scene. And then she literally just turns towards him and she says, you were once one of the cleverest men I knew or something along this line.
1: Yeah. Um, I used to think you were the cleverest man alive, she says. Hmm. I agree. I used to think that too.
0: But that's what I'm saying. I mean, and even if you take the, the, the uh, even if you take what they're saying in the chat, which is Tyrion's strength is in court.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but.
1: He's still a little off his game.
0: He's off his game. Something's up with Tyrion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe he's got guilt for killing one of the best characters ever. Tywin Lannister. A just and noble lord.
1: That's my favorite episode of the show of all time, by the way.
0: <laughs> when he strangles Tyrion. Season
1: today. four, episode nine. Best episode of the show. Done.
0: Do you want to just reminisce or do a podcast? Because <laughs> yes. this is like your favorite thing to do.
1: I love nostalgia. Remember when. This is all you do nostalgia in your life. Nostalgia is legit my favorite thing Jesus in Christ. existence. I'm not going to lie. I love it.
0: You know what I was thinking? Like, the thing with the marriage between... between um uh, sorry, Sansa and Tyrion. It's this is how these Jon Snow legends start. They're like, were they like in three hundred years, people will be like, did they get it all? Was she married to Ramsey? Who is this child? Yeah. And it'll spurn a whole like new theory. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. In in three hundred years when uh Winterfell's long crushed under the Night King's boots. Yep. They'll be thinking back on it, wondering what's going on. Remember
1: when uh, that, that Santa chick was married to that Tyrion guy? <laughs> That'll be you.
0: In 300 <laughs> years, the new you. Remember when, uh, my life sucks so bad, I gotta I reminisce. I answer the
1: phone at night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just watching those <laughs> Sopranos reruns.
1: That lady is literally my grandma. It's not even funny. True. I'm sorry, but she is. Okay.
0: I don't <clears throat> answer the phone after dark, Anthony.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she's my grandma okay
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, I know you like this I, li- I know you like th- before we get oh, to King's go. Landing let's let's talk snow and let's talk Johnny Boy and Arya
1: let's start is this not the best setting in the entire fucking show like that godswood tree it's fucking gorgeous the snow and the red it's beautiful like it, it is it is so pretty to look at um, their interaction is so cute because you know aria kind of went off and and wasn't involved at the beginning of things and she wanted her one-on-one reunion with john whom she always loved and she was always close to because they were both the black sheep mm-hmm. you know what i mean he gave her needle he's excited she still has it when that moment was like oh have you ever had to use it and like i said i'm at a bar and everyone starts dying laughing about did Arya ever have to use her sword and she's like once or twice <laughs> um and so it's it, it it's so genuine and believable between the two of them. Um, and, you know, Kit Harrington is someone who, like, I think was a pretty terrible actor when the show first started. And he has come a long way um, at showing emotions because there's, there's so much to this scene that is, is really, really sweet to watch um, this bonding between them, but also the fact that Aria essentially sides against him and with Sansa, mm-hmm. saying that Sansa is the smartest person that she's ever met. And John's like, what do you mean you're taking her side now? And Arya's like, no, I'm not taking her side. I'm taking our side. Hmm. And and I, I think that this is important, the mindsets of the two of these. John, are you taking her side? And Arya being like, it isn't her side. It's ours. Right. We're family. Don't forget that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and, and as you're saying it, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about that. And, and, and sometimes I wonder, is this the Targaryen heritage sort of dividing him a little bit, right? He obviously doesn't know. And... If you get scientific by modern standards, it's kind of bullshit. But if we put ourselves in the Game of Thrones mindset, if we take ourselves into the fictional Westeros, and we see he's not a full-blooded Stark, is he? Definitely not. Right? He's not. His I mean, no, really full-blooded. I guess you could say because Catelyn Stark wasn't a Stark until she married Ned. Right? She was. A okay, uh, touche. Yeah, but but it's interesting here that he is he is apart from both of them. But I think so much of that just rests on he's seen it and they haven't. I, I think I think that's one of the reasons John is I, I think the Northmen, I think the people of the North, descendants of the first men I think these are people that really believe in example. They really believe in experience and they really believe in that. Mm -hmm. And I think for, and and even though Leanna Mormont gave him some of the ass and he got some shit for what he did, I think at the end of the day, they're like, well, he knows he was there. (laughs) And I think it matters to them. I think, I think the physical experience of the thing has weight with the North people, right?
1: Mm -hmm. The North. For sure.
0: Maybe maybe more so than, say, the Southerners or those of the Andal descent. I think, it, I think the first men, it's more.
1: I, I just want to, um, Dave3533 um, three, three, three in the chat said, my biggest question is if we've seen Arya wearing a face already in any of these scenes. And that's something to keep in mind. Like, has Arya already, like when she was off skulking and not at the scene, it was it because she was wearing someone else's face and trying to get information, sneaking around? And it's interesting that that's something <laughs> we have to think about.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny not until Dave even said it that I ever even consider her ability because it's been two years, right? Two years in August, right? Was it?
1: I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I forgot the anniversary date, but do you want to talk about what happened in season two, episode one? Because I'll talk about that. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, you won't.
0: You'll reminisce about how awesome it was. You oh, it was so good. That it.
1: one time.
0: But no, it's, it's um, it, is, it matters uh, to think about that. I would, if I had that power, man, I would be trying to gather information at every step.
1: (coughs) Oh, for
0: sure. Information is power. I'd want to know what was going on. Um, I don't think there's a ton of secrets going on in Winterfell right now, though. Touche. Right? She's probably best served to gather secrets in King's Landing, but that's risky business. Touche. So.
1: Let's talk about... uh,
0: You want to go to King's Landing?
1: Cersei. Just being a fucking bitch. Queen.
0: How's old Cersei doing?
1: I... Cersei is like so, her character is so like, not predictable, but like so Cersei. Because like when, what's his face? I don't know that guy's name because he's so annoying to me. What's our little Skulky guy that runs around? Kyburn. Oh, Qyburn. Um Skulky guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wicked is. He's like Grima Wormtongue.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> just like Grima Wormtongue. That's exactly less who he is. Less sweaty though. Way less sweaty. But he could get more sweaty. When he comes to Cersei, he's like, I have terrible news. The dead have broken through the wall. And she's like good and like Cersei is like <laughs> her, such a her character thing. is so on point because of course that's what she fucking says
0: right of course that's what she it, says and you know she said it in oh. season 7 and she still believes it and there's part of me that thinks if I was in Cersei's position knowing I am the way I am I might kind of do the same thing which is let me secure my position here in the south and let the Night King kill all of my enemies
1: yeah a little they're, does she know they're all her coming enemies for her though.
0: But, but they're coming for her no matter what so what is she going to say? Say she joins forces with quote, the living,
1: but maybe they win. That yeah. Way. And
0: then what? She's still going to get executed or something by Danny or somebody.
1: Mm, too
0: sure. Right. So I understand her point. I understand why she's doing what she wants to do. Like I know it,
1: Cersei's like an evil bitch and shit, but she's a great character of television. Like she's a ends. great character.
0: Yeah. She's awesome. Um, she's in a really tough spot. <laughs> I was watching, she what? what did she say in one of those last episodes last season? She's like, do you think I learned nothing from father in 40 years? So she's, she's trying. 40?
1: damn, she looks good.
0: <clears throat> she's probably a little that. But damn. Yeah, so um she's happy that the that the Night King has broken through the wall because she knows that all her enemies are there and that they are uh, they're right in the firing line of the Night King.
1: Yeah. In his and,
0: spear-throwing ways.
1: And she's got an army coming led by Harold Strickland <laughs> as we've now named him. <laughs> Harold. Harold.
0: Oh, well, you're on Greyjoy too. And you're on him.
1: Greyjoy aka the poor man Hugh McGregor. Forever, he will be.
0: So, did he annoy you a little this week?
1: He was a little over the top, but I felt that way in other episodes about him. Because I feel like he's supposed to be over the top, but I feel like sometimes they take it too far with him, a little.
0: You think? Do you think they're being a little too cute a little, with his a dialogue? Little, a
1: little cute. Right. Don't, it's cute dialogue and everything, but I mean... Kind no, of we're just like Game of Thrones.
0: Kind of like, oh, uh, you cheated. They cheated. They were bad fighters. I'm like, all yeah, that right, was that was, right, that right, was right. annoying. All right, all right. That was annoying. His,
1: to... his, I was fine with this conversation with Yara, though. He's like, oh, the last two Greyjoys left with balls. Anyway, there's a lot of talk about balls in this episode. Mm. Um, but his in- interaction with. Yara I was like less annoyed with it, but then when he started talking to Cersei it was almost like showboating which I know is his character but it was still like you said a little too cute
0: it felt a little
1: a little too cute it felt
0: a little adolescent so to speak
1: a little too cute but then I loved him in the scene after they banged when he was like oh am I better than your fat husband and he like you know mm-hmm. like any cocky fucking dude does like oh how good was I and then he's like what about <laughs> the Kingslayer I like that moment where he's like yeah I know you fuck your brother it's cool like I like that he's willing to say that out loud to her do you know do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. um so then I like I feel like he came back around and I was like, all right, I'm still okay with Aaron.
0: Yeah. Aaron says, he's too Captain Jack for me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he That's is, pretty good.
1: He's literally Captain Jack Sparrow mixed with the poor man's Ewan McGregor and there He's he
0: Captain Jack Sparrow if Disney made a rated R version. Yeah. Right? He's a rated R Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh God. Basically.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. It makes sense.
0: He's like, I'm going to fuck a queen.
1: Hipster barbarian, Terry <clears Mitchell <clears says. Yeah. Yeah. And very hipster. He's very hipster.
0: He's kind of hipster.
1: Yeah. He wears eyeliner. That's true. Matt Anderson would hang out with him. For <laughs> Matt, sure.
0: He does, actually. He lives in Portland. <laughs> yeah.
1: They go down to the street together. They drink coffee and wear loafers <laughs> and the avocado toast.
0: They jump and like do the heel click thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Play hacky sack at the corner.
0: <laughs> Matt, Matt's like, teach me how to fish. <laughs> you you island people know all about fishing.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> oh, so funny. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, they bone or whatever. It's fine. But um she's No like, elephants. <laughs> the elephants thing. They took a little too far.
0: He's like, sorry, sorry, my queen, but uh, a little too much of a CG to handle. Didn't quite, have, oh, yeah, yeah. didn't quite have the CG. Ooh, budget. we don't have
1: the budget for that. If you also want dragons, so no elephants for you. Um, too many jokes about the elephants, though. A little too many.
0: How many? One.
1: There were like three. She mentions the elephants like three times.
0: She's like, I wanted my elephants.
1: So sorry, bye.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Then she bones and stuff. It's cool. Um.
0: After she's like, earn a queen,
1: and then she's like, I guess you can just fuck me. <laughs> Like, Jesus, way to play hard to get, Cersei. <laughs> like, jumped right on that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and like I said, I liked his... Um,
0: Dude, are on the chat. Cersei caught something from him. She's basically saying he has a Westeros AIDS. <laughs> wow. I know he's just kind of saying that, but remember the moment with the whore where Qyburn's like, oh, she'll
1: be dead of pox. Yeah. What you think I said that because I don't she's know. gonna die of that? So to getting murdered by Jamie I or think so.
0: by She caught a baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh she caught she caught a disease, all right. Who said that?
0: <laughs> Terry said she oh. got a baby.
1: Oh yeah. She caught uh, a baby. That's awesome. That's right.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> pox. Yeah, see, Mr. Ruff Pox. Your own has the pox. I don't know. <clears throat>
1: um well, luckily. You're
0: telling me Euron doesn't wear protection? I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the
1: guy who she's like, put on a condom. He's like, sure, baby. And they like the across the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he puts the MD wrapper on the nightstand. <laughs> See, I did. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny.
1: Yeah, and Braun bangs a bunch of bitches too. Which was like so like sexually explicit to me. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like when that trigger just got up on top of him, it was like, I was like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, she fucking jumps on it. She don't care. And no, they didn't
1: care. They were literally just talking about like a freaking Ed Shireen or whatever from like a season ago. (laughs) I think you're
0: right. I think you're right. Like,
1: what the fuck?
0: (laughs) Obviously, I can't slide this moment over to YouTube.
1: That's also fan service, by the way.
0: What, Hump and Braun?
1: No. Making jokes about the character that Ed Shireen played, which is what they were doing. You think,
0: you guys are, I'm not on board with this. this. I need more fan service. Well, there's
1: one right there. Some fan (laughs) service for (laughs) you. No,
0: it's all fan service. I don't accept so this your promise. Yes, I don't accept your promise. <laughs> when that
1: skulky fucking green worm tongue comes in, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, no. now <laughs> the fans have been begging for it.
0: Late is the hour, Bronn. Um, my master summons you.
1: This is um, and it's interesting. This is interesting too. I was curious about Braun, where he's going to end up, what was going on. Um, Cersei wants Bronn to murder Tyrion and Jaime.
0: He, she. Because I know he brothers. says
1: brothers, but I I really have a hard time, like because. Poetic justice, obviously. She literally hands him a fucking crossbow they used to kill um, Tywin. Mm. And uh, is Bronn the person who I asked to do this? But Braun is also the person who's always like, "I'll do whatever for money." Mm. So it's a very um, interesting choice on Cersei's part, and I'm curious.
0: I don't that. know. I don't know how. I don't know how this is going to shake out. It doesn't surprise me that she would make this play. So two things: number one, she doesn't care if Bronn is gone. She probably prefers him out of King's Landing. So cool, I get rid of Braun. Number two, I give him a bunch of gold. I don't give a shit about it. We plundered the Tyrells. Who cares? We have so much gold now after we blew up their friends and children <laughs> and made the old lady drink poison. But, like, oh, you know what I mean? Money isn't an object to her. And I think she's like, I can get rid of Braun. Even if he is a turncoat, fine, he's gone. And if he does it, great. I win. Even and, better, right? So it's kind of a no oh, lose for Cersei. Oh, but you don't think Cersei. Cersei wants
1: to be there and watch Tyrion as he gasps his last breath? Yeah, she sure I mean, does. I, I she
0: does, but I think I think she knows. I think unlike the audience, she still knows that her brother is quite formidable, and she probably just be like just go take care of it. I don't need a big show, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: She doesn't want to take her chances. I guess.
1: Right, right, right. Too
0: too risky. Just go get it done. And I get you out of my castle.
1: Bronze like bye.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Oops, I let that run way too long.
1: Ooh, more elephant talk.
0: I'm about to get yanked off of YouTube.
1: I, I we already talked about the scene, I think.
0: Yeah, more oh. elephant talk and uh,
1: um, Yara's rescue.
0: What about Jamie, the Kingslayer? Yeah.
1: I, I again, that, that he redeemed himself a little in the scene. Um,
0: he is talking himself into a grave.
1: Oh, please! When I did my Deadpool for work, like literally the first thing I did was I went. On the list, and I was like, "Where's Euron Greyjoy? So I can make him dead. <laughs> like, there's no way this guy makes it out of the season. Yeah. Like, that's a, that was a definite dead person.
0: Like, Euron is clever. He survived a long time on the Iron Islands. He's done his thing. He's yeah, been the around fucking
1: Iron Islands.
0: He's been around, but you start fucking around with the Lannisters, you start fucking around with Cersei Lannister, and uh, you're fucked.
1: He ain't I that mean, smart?
0: Yeah, I think I think his arrogance. Unless he can read something in Cersei that we just can't.
1: He can't. You I think that guy can read mm, anything and anybody?
0: Yes. <laughs> That's how he's survived this whole life. He reads oh. people and he plays them and he knows how to manipulate them. But I just think you he's- You think
1: Euron bi- Greyjack can manipulate Cersei Lannister? No, I'm okay. saying he has a history
0: oh. of survival okay. and I think he's meeting his match with Cersei. Okay. Okay? Relax. Okay, And I just think, unless he knows something we don't, which I don't think he does, but- um, he
1: knows about the pox.
0: He knows about the pox. He put a
1: baby in somebody. Just
0: kidding. Put that pox baby in
1: her. <laughs> um. Hey, Theon Greyjoy did something good. What about that?
0: Yeah. What do you think of Theon?
1: Um. I. I like this. I like Theon coming to rescue her. Like she once came to rescue him.
0: She did, and he um, didn't go. And he did not go because he had that Stockholm syndrome. Real nice. Talking
1: Stockholm syndrome. Always like, oh, <laughs> Um. We we love a good Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome story. Um. I, I, and so I I like that rescue. I, I like that she's pissed off. Um, and what I really like was where he, she was like okay let's go back to the Iron Islands dead can't get there probably we we need to set up shop and be ready and she, Dan's like okay whatever you want and she's like no you want to go to Winterfell and help the Starks and then she's like go so does he just like jump in this. the water
0: and start swimming
1: yeah obviously where the fuck are they
0: she's like go, he's like well we're on a boat Yara. That's,
1: that's like that <laughs> awkward moment when she's like okay go and like okay and they're like oh so what are you talking about for the next four hours <laughs>
0: She's like, I just want you to go. And he's like, okay. And he just lowers a little (laughs) shitty dinghy into the fucking ocean. He starts paddling and gets intercepted by like Euron's troops immediately.
1: Oops. that may never die. Oh, well. Um, Also, can we again just point out briefly for everyone that the first uh, soldier that was killed was Mac from Sunny in Philadelphia. I just want to make sure we're all aware of that fact. Good to know. Very important to know. I love when um, Rog, whatever it is however you say his last name, Mac from Always Sunny has a, a random cameo on a show I love because he was also on Lost at one point. Yep. He also died.
0: Yeah, hmm. Arrow through the eye, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool and awesome. So um, we have to... Um, <laughs> will you stop with the noises in the mic?
1: I'm coughing. I don't know what you want from Cough me. Cough off it.
0: Sorry. Just turn your head. I know it's been a while. You forgot how to podcast. I did. But um, what do you think of... Um, the Davos stuff. I know I know. we talked a little bit about it, but this is what I mean. This is an example of Davos.
1: <sighs> just doing that fan yeah. service. No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> oh my God, with the fan service shit. You know, Jon, Jon Snow brought peace to the houses and the queen is grateful, Tyrion says, and her gratitude is lovely, but that's my point, right? The Northmen are loyal to Jon Snow, not to her. I, I feel like, does Tyrion not know this to where Davos has to remind him?
1: I almost feel like Tyrion like, doesn't even care and he isn't even thinking that far ahead, whereas Davos is. In a weird way. Why? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Tyrion's problem is, honestly. Is it because
0: he was in Essos and he was just sort of
1: yeah, he's lost a, his way? He's definitely out of Yeah. He, there's something going on with him, honestly.
0: Um, well, anyway. They make some jokes. Um, and the the way the scene is closed out, which I really love, is when Varys says, nothing lasts.
1: Yes, we remind them of an unpleasant truth. Nothing lasts. Mm. Um, I I do, you know, what Davos is saying is the most logical thing. Like, let's marry off John and Danny and make everybody happy. Like, oh, they do make a handsome couple. And then you see them all, like, canoodling out in, like, the fucking background. <laughs> fucking
0: canoodling. <laughs> like, they're
1: just, like, stalking them. They're just, like, canoodling in a corner. Like, oh, huh. Let me kind of hold your hand, but not really, because people might see. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. They don't like PDA in the North.
1: <laughs> it's a Southern thing.
0: <laughs> you bent the knee. You said you'd give me PDA. Now give it to me. <laughs> She's like just a totally oh, petulant child. He's going to
1: take her somewhere else to that PDA. Don't you worry. Yeah. Somewhere no one will find him for a thousand years.
0: Yeah, I guess. Out on, on the waterfall, on the waterfall, in the freezing cold.
1: hmm
0: But um. Anyway.
1: Yeah, anyway. So uh, they talk about Sansa. Danny's all like, oh, your sister doesn't like me. Whatever. <laughs>
0: hey, you make it sound like some shit from the CW. It is. Your sister doesn't like me. But what are we going to do about it?
1: Yeah, it is. That's what it <laughs> felt like. I was like,
0: <laughs> get over it. I, I almost feel like I don't see, <coughs> I I don't see George R. R. Martin writing anything anymore, to be perfectly frank, but I don't see him writing this kind of dialogue. You know, this is where it's like, would this be something Daenerys would ever say by okay. George R. R. Martin's hand. No. Yeah, Cesar doesn't like my No. She's so mad at my We're mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit.
1: Um Yeah, and then they do their dragon shit that I get mad about.
0: Um well there's a food issue. How are they doth- 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 Dothraki must be freezing their asses off?
1: Yeah, they look old.
0: They look old?
1: Cold. Oh.
0: Um. But yeah, lots of goats and sheep are, are biting it to the dragons, which means I
1: don't know. But to the bite. dragons are barely eating, so know what they should do? Waste their energy by going on a fucking no dragon shit. ride. <laughs> the Wait, drag- who posted that? Someone posted like the um the the gift from um Anchorman, right? Uh, oh, of,
0: the unicorn shit. Yes, that's
1: funny. Right? Come on. Yeah. Come on. It reminded, this is how you waste your CGI on? Come it, on.
0: It reminded me of every like western film where the guy and the girl ride horses through the field and then they lay down a blanket and they sit down and talk about like their featuring kiss. It yeah. was exactly that. Like it literally was that. Horses riding off into the wilderness to go do their thing.
1: But Danny still did her like keep your queen warm. I'm like oh you love that you're queen shit don't you? You are definitely wearing the pants in this relationship. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> I'll do whatever you ask. Mm-hmm. Even if it means betraying my people. But um I have a question about the dragons. Okay. So we've talked about this scene enough. It's it's pretty cool, but it's a little long.
1: It's got, I understand the point, but it's like kind of a top.
0: But you're right. It's like, hey, how many calories did they just burn flying out to this waterfall? Yeah, exactly. Dragons are like, we're so hungry, but we'll do it for you guys just so you can bone. You guys are so selfish. You're going to starve out your dragons.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that cute honestly
0: but uh no it's uh it's it's a pretty beautiful looking scene that it looks awesome but um
1: yeah it's uh
0: it's a it's a it's a thing they're a couple but i'm not
1: have a, a couple i'm gonna ship guys no but but We're i have gonna, a question ooh.
0: if so the, the dragons are like don't do it, dude like did they know they must know he's targaryen
1: oh yeah a hundred percent
0: so why they can't talk?
1: That's why they let John ride them. Absolutely, is because they know he's Targaryen.
0: So I wonder, would would do the dragon? Would the dragons default to John's like direction over hers, even though she's the mother dragon? No, because
1: she like literally like birthed them out of fire. I'm pretty sure that they have to be mm. loyal to her. All right, like she like breastfed them probably. All right, all right. Like, let's be honest. All right, all right. Just wondering. Okay,
0: but um. That's what I'm gonna say. So yeah, they do their little cute, cutesy, utsy thing.
1: Yeah, I wrote I don't ship them, hashtag John, any grit forever. Um, I moved on.
0: Probably my favorite meeting.
1: Gendry and Arya or the Hound? The in Aria. Hound and Arya. Yeah, it was good.
0: Because it was so hound like. And there was no there I was like, if he cracks and hugs her or shows like like anything outside of the way he does it in the hounds but way. But He
1: did do it in the hound's way, and that's what I loved about right. it. Right.
0: They don't they don't compromise him here. And I think that has a lot to do with the actor. And the Love character is just so great. You yeah, know?
1: for sure. It's fantastic. It's a very good scene because he's, he, he saw that she was alive. Did he see her from the, his horse? No, probably not. She just saw him. She saw him. Um, so his reaction to, to knowing she's alive is he's happy, even though he pretends he's not.
0: Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool moment. And also, the hound is smart. He's like, give me a fucking weapon I can kill these things with mm-hmm. because you guys have no idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right?
0: He knows. He definitely knows. He was there.
1: I mean, nobody died out there because, you know.
0: Well, we talked about that, didn't we? Mm. Well, let's remember when. <laughs>
1: hey, remember when nobody died That's right. We're going to
0: just start a new podcast called Remember When. <laughs> Probably exists, actually. Probably. But, um. But it's yeah. great. <laughs> you're a cold little bitch, aren't you? I suppose oh, I love that's it. why you're still alive. <laughs> but like, he
1: does do almost the tiniest little smile. It's It's very cute.
0: Yeah. It's just enough. He walks away, but... You left me for dead. You have robbed you first. Nice little zinger by Arya. Arya is great in this episode.
1: Yeah. uh, Totally all about Arya. Remember when Arya had that terrible season where she went to that house with, like, (laughs) Jog and Hagar or whatever, we wanted to kill ourselves, and now she's back to being amazing? (laughs) Remember that awful time in our lives where we had to watch her chase that fucking girl around and be blind?
0: That part was cool. But watching the dead people, that was a little, like, tedious.
1: Oh, my God. That was such a bad season for Arya. She has really come around.
0: (laughs) But um, I know that you want to talk about Gendry and Arya.
1: Yeah. Do we, can they just get married already? Like. Is
0: that, is that what you have to say? I guess there's not much to say about it.
1: They, their interactions are so cute. It's so un-Arya like the way she acts when she is around him. Do, do you understand? Like mm-hmm. she's happy and she acts girly and almost flirtatious. Sure. This is so unlike her behavior at any other time. And we have to remember that she knew him from earlier. Like he helped her that time with whatever, when Hot Pie was there and all that stuff um she clearly has a little bit of a crush on him he obviously has a crush on her um now the the way he talks to her and they talk to each other it's it's so different for both of their characters and i just think it's so adorable Mm -hmm. because it's like all this is going on all this stuff her turning back and the smile at him like she's flirting with him it's really cute Mm -hmm. can we just support and love it because i do yeah you really really do
0: yeah, was the last place they saw each other or like Flea Bottom somewhere out there? I don't remember exactly, but it's been a it's been a hot minute.
1: Yeah, for all she knew, he was dead. Like, do you know what I mean?
0: I know what you mean. Exactly. Yeah, because Jacques
1: and Hagar helped her get away. And mm-hmm. he, that was the last time she saw it, him, right?
0: I don't remember the exact last time, to be perfectly honest with you. But season four, he had a lot going on. Um, she didn't see
1: him when the stuff, I was before all the stuff with Melisandre. Mm-hmm. last time she saw him.
0: Let's see. Season four following the incident, Gendry's relegated to the cell beneath the castle after Robb Stark was being killed at Red Wedding. Stannis is convinced that Maldsandr's just must have worked.
1: Yeah. They, they must kill him, Gendry. Was long before that.
0: That's when uh, doesn't Davos whisk him away?
1: Yeah, it was long before that, the last time they saw each other. It was probably season two or three. Wow.
0: Man, it's been a while. I forgot they didn't see each other at all during that time.
1: She didn't see John Jon uh, ever too.
0: Yeah. It was at Harrenhal.
1: That's what I thought. Mm. Yeah. I was right. So I was right. Right around oh, there. Oh, yeah. so good.
0: You're amazing.
1: No, you I, do I a just podcast. remember that thing. I remember those nostalgia, all that nostalgia. Yeah. Um, yeah, making weapons. Um, everyone's blowing off uh, the North now. Yep. Big problem. House Glover. They're douches, honestly.
0: Yep. <coughs> they don't like uh, what John did. So they'll just die alone. In it's fine. Little home. It's fine. Um, Enjoy. Do you want to talk about uh, Sansa and uh, Mr. John?
1: Um, you know, they argue, they argue about, about Danny, Um, you know, John's like, none of it matters. And, and you know, this is where Sansa says like, did you bend the knee to save the North or because you love Danny? Right. And John has no answer for that shit.
0: she's basically telling him to listen, they said they would serve you. Yeah. And that's why they stayed behind. And maybe that's not wise of them and not totally John's responsibility. That was their choice to do, to not show up at the meeting like everyone else did. That's on them. But um yeah, I think what what do you suppose why do you suppose Sansa is sort of haranguing him a little about this? Because
1: where John is saying like titles don't matter, John is right, but Sansa's also right. Mm-hmm. These people don't understand how bad it is. And if these people aren't gonna fight because they don't want to fight for Sansa or Danny, they wanna fight for John, they're not gonna fight. Mm-hmm. They don't know any better. Yeah. So where John's like titles don't matter and Sansa's like, but yes, they do. Like she's not wrong either because if they matter to those people, if it matters to House Glover and they're not going to fight now because John's not the king of the north, then it matters. Then the title actually does matter. Right. It doesn't matter about the grand scheme of things. And what, what matters is what these people feel matters. Does that make sense?
0: Uh, that, that sentence is the most succinct way to say it. It matters because it matters to the people. Right, John could say, here's what matters. And I know what matters because I'm John and I know, but he's not thinking like everyone else is. Mm -hmm. And even though he could be, you might even argue, right. He still has to remember his audience. He still has to remember the people he's dealing with. Mm -hmm. And he still has to figure out a way to get them to, you know, he says, did you ever trust me? And she's like, of course I, she still trusts him. You get the impression the way she says it, Mm -hmm. but I'm your fucking sister. Kind of cousin, but you think I'm your sister. I yeah. think I'm your, bro- you think I'm your brother, right? So yeah, that <coughs> stuff matters to us because I know and trust you, we have a relationship, but I'm trying to teach you that in your-
1: Politics matter. Right. John doesn't understand that.
0: Correct. Correct. But um, yeah, and that's when she, I think, that's not seen scene out with her asking the question and he doesn't have the answer.
1: Correct. Right. And then we move into my next favorite scene. Is
0: bowl. it possible he so. did it for both though? Is it are they mutually exclusive answers?
1: He probably did them for both too, but like honestly, like you like bonus check one time. Like let's move on. Well, now it's probably more than one time, but like come on. At least we found out she's your aunt. Maybe that's why drama's so sad when he got that news. He's like, No, it can't be. Danny should be our queen. And he's really thinking it's like, God damn it, I really liked having sex with her.
0: He's like, Oh no, I have to fire her. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the bylaws about working together. (laughs) I think it says right here in Winterfell, paragraph four, thou shalt not bang thy person that you're ruling with. That is also your aunt. That's like a big (laughs) no-no. What would my father, I mean uncle, say? I'm so confused. He's just crying, wailing into the night. Oh
1: my God, so funny.
0: Father, uncle, Ned, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, now my other favorite scene is next. Talk to me. Um so uh Danny goes to see Sam. He does. Um, she brings Jorah with her. I'm like, oh look, look. I thought you
0: said Drawer, but no Jorah.
1: Jorah. Um she basically she's looking for Sam. They have never met. Danny and Sam have never met before. So we're again having a meeting for the first time. He's really like, Oh, it's the queen, whatever. Um, she thanks him for saving Jorah and she says she'll do whatever for him. He's like, oh, can I be pardoned for all these things I did? And he specifically talks about stealing the sword. And Danny's like, oh, oh about that.
0: Was it the heart's bane? Was that the sword? I yes. believe, yeah.
1: Um, so basically his father's dead. His brother's dead. Um, she has to tell him this. Um, and, and what's sad about it is Sam's father's a piece of shit, but still his dad and he's still emotional about this news. He says, well, my brother would be a better ruler. And she's like, "Oh, about that. (laughs) Um, at this point you really get some good emotion from this actor that is like, great. uh, I mean, it's heartbreaking. He's so, 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 so good in the scene. It's, it's really fantastic. And like I said, in this, I feel like really like barrels over into him finally being like, I will tell John. I love it. You know, I I think it's, I I think her having this conversation with him really helps to, to bring about the next bit of business where he's like, okay, Mm -hmm. Bran, I will go tell him. Yeah. Because do you think if like, he wasn't pissed at Danny that he still would have been like, okay, I will go tell John. He's been avoiding John all day because he doesn't want to tell him. Of course. I definitely feel like this pushed him over the edge.
0: Bran too pushed him.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I'm not going (laughs) to give that thing any credit. That
0: thing, (laughs) (laughs) that broken child.
1: Yeah, I'm not giving that child any credit. <clears throat> Moving on.
0: That they just keep making him a new chair because he keeps growing.
1: Oh my god, I know. Um yeah, but great scene. Really good scene.
0: Yeah. It's um it's it's funny because I I, so I, I think now that my a,
1: brother's oh, I'm sorry, I'm just watching it so sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think on that and I think, God, if he becomes this great master to Citadel, I'm sure he would have ended up making his father proud in the end. And yeah, his father was really bad to him and not good to him. His father was a loyal bannerman. There is that, but um, just
1: finding out someone your 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 parent is dead mm-hmm. like that it doesn't really matter. The mm-hmm. Circumstance, there's still going to be emotion.
0: Sure, you know. And then of course his brother and she's like, oh, he he stood with him and and you know he plays it well here. He's like, can I can I take a walk? And I like this moment. I, I like that. I like that we get to see some of the aftermath of Danny's choices. But I almost sometimes feel like we don't always see her reflecting on those.
1: Cause she doesn't. She don't give a shit.
0: Like when when we had some of the kids being killed and all that crap and and stuff like that with with when they were in SOS, it was just like, uh, like I know she's feeling the weight of it, but we don't always see it. And uh, this is a tough one, you know. It's uh, it's it's this is tough for her to not. It's tough for Sam to hear. Number one, and I think it's it's just another moment of. At least we get to see the ramifications of the decisions that she makes.
1: It doesn't matter to her or not. We do not know. We
0: don't know. Right. We don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure what matters to her on the surface is that she never met this stranger that she's now hurt, right? Her actions have hurt that stranger.
1: This stranger who saved Jora, mm-hmm. who she cares about, so she should care.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. And, um, and, and yeah, it's, it's a tough spot to be in. And I know there was debating back and forth on the Tarleys and I know we covered this extensively last season, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough, it's, it's a tough situation, right? Dickon's going to stand with his father. He's not going to be a coward. And, um, and she demanded he bend the knee and he didn't. So she burned him alive. It's fucked up. Um, and, uh, it's a decision that I think continues to have ramifications. And I don't think, her Telling John, of course, and, and I don't know if that's the last of it, but it it's this. This is leading to something. I know Bran was probably always going to tell John, but Sam telling him ahead of time and going and being the man to tell him, I, I love but, it. But I it, love this
1: moment. Bran wanted Sam to tell him. Absolutely. He's flat out said that. He's like, he's closer to you than me.
0: Yeah, isn't that funny? Because Bran's not real. Right. Bran's like, be. I'm not close to anyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Beep, up, beep, up, up. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop. Yeah, exactly. Rope I could
0: up. use some oil on my wheels. No joke. But um, the news is broken.
1: Yeah, this is pretty, and it's funny because Sam goes to see John. John's so happy. Sam's like, "By the way, your fucking girlfriend killed my dad and brother." He's like, <laughs> "Oh, and also, FYI, you're Aegon Targaryen."
0: Bad Sixth of his name.
1: He's like, Danny should not be our queen. This is the truth." <laughs> and he's the one who says, "You gave up your crown to save your people. Would she do the same?" <laughs> Love Sam in this scene.
0: What a question to ask.
1: Yeah. Well, it's true though. It's it's a very valid question. Um,
0: yeah, because if we think, I know people love Danny, and and I love that Danny went from a victimized person to somebody who could exert control over her own life. Like there's a, there's a lot of merit in that. But, but to her, it's always been about getting back to Westeros and, and just laying waste kind of and breaking the wheel. John, it's been about, I want to protect my people. Mm-hmm. I think they have, to have two very different mindsets when it comes to this. And I know we're supposed to draw parallels between her and Aegon and like, oh, not, not Aegon, but um, the Mad King, right? And it's like, oh, is, is, is she crazy? Right? Mm-hmm. Is she like Ares? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they want us to kind of believe that. But I think she's, like John says, she's not a father. I would never kiss her father.
1: Yeah, obviously, <laughs> she's much prettier.
0: <laughs> but, um, but it is, you know, it's it's they want us to have a little bit of doubt. I think, I think, the, I think we want to be like, oh, I don't know about Danny. Sometimes, I think that's good to feel. And I think, for the most part, we would say we're pretty sure, sure John Morley's compass is kind of there. I just, I just want to protect people. I just want to make people safe. Danny's like, I want to sail across the ocean. I want a slave army. I'm gonna fucking crush these guys and I'm going to break the wheel. Like, that's what I want to do. And mm-hmm. she sees it as her own type of justice, so to speak. So it's kind of cool. In and, and, and the reason I'm bringing up their two very different command philosophies or just their, their ethics in general is because it's coming it's coming to a head here. Mm-hmm. What's John going to do?
1: That's the problem is it's going to be very interesting what he does with this information now that he has it.
0: Right. It's in does their, he sit on it? I don't know.
1: I don't know either, but I'm very interested. John
0: strikes me as somebody who's going to say something. He doesn't strike me as a sit on this. Like, do, a,
1: do you think he's gonna say when they're like making out one night and you're like, "Oh shit, I gotta tell you something." By the, the way, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> don't do it at the wrong moment because you might just cut it right off.
0: Yeah, Aegon Targaryen, six of his name, protected of the realm, all of it. That's you, sir. So, yes, sir. Yeah, <clears throat> he's got that sort of Aragon syndrome. Like, I don't want to be the king, right? I, I don't want this. Like, he, he recoils. Yeah. From it's funny because at first he's like, "Oh my, my father," you're calling him. Well.
1: Yeah, that's I, his first concern. It's like, how dare you? I love Ned's Dark.
0: Dan, Dan, I like when he says Daenerys is our queen, and Sam says she shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, and John says that's treason. And Sam's like, no, that's true. It's literally true. I
0: tell you was treason. Her trouncing around here with her fucking dragons. Yeah. Get rid of her.
1: Yeah, bad. Bad it. Drown her. Oh, is that how you kill people in Wonderful?
0: What are you going to do with the dragons when you fire her? When she gets fired, what do you do with the dragons? You just um, keep them?
1: You hope that they could come on your side. You
0: put the dragon. Like, <laughs> John's, John's like, um, I gotta bring Danny to my office. Can you put her things in a box? Yes, they like, put the like dragons that. in a box and like her <laughs> pen, her special stapler, and they like <laughs> carry it out. So when she comes out of the office freshly fired, they at least hand her the box of her stuff. Oh, I remember all those her little days. Dothraki toys are in the box. Oh and my he's god, like, so funny. I'm sorry I had to come to this, but we will have to part ways with We're you to now. Let you go. And my my John is now something like Keanu Reeves.
1: Yeah, yeah, he really does, and I don't understand why this has happened. Like he wicked sounds like Keanu Reeves. It's can't. concerning. Man, what do you want me to do? I don't know.
0: So yeah, man, a lot of implications here.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because again, this is such a huge scene, a huge moment, but it's still not going to be our closeout to the show. There's still going to be two more moments that we're going to say,
0: and it makes sense because it's it's a big moment, but we already know. Yes, yeah, true. But right, the, the the viewer knows. They said that in the after show little thing. They're like, this scene kind of rests on Kit and in in. in and John to, to like execute this and really mm-hmm. bring it to life because we already know the information. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're going to go, what the fuck?
1: That's true. Too shy. Too shy.
0: I think it. I think to close it out on that scene would have been a little, little cheap, a little, little cheesy. A little
1: fan service oh,
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> so we close out on something a little more terrifying. And um,
1: not really. Wait, oh yeah, we do close on something terrifying. Oh, Jamie seeing Bran.
0: Oh yeah, before that,
1: <laughs> there uh, is one final scene after the terrifying burning child <laughs> demon.
0: I still wish he would have held up his cold in hand. <laughs> I've paid for my sins, Bran. Mm-hmm. Don't wrap me well, out. Aren't,
1: aren't we even? Bran's going to be like, fuck no, I can't walk. <laughs> I'm a three-eyed raven now. You're just missing a hand.
0: <laughs> are you a rat or a raven? <laughs> oh
1: my God. Shit,
0: that's awesome. Uh, well, the Umbers are looking good. Yeah, I, I thought oh, somebody shit. might get it here.
1: Me too.
0: I was like, they're going to kill somebody right now. I
1: thought it was going to be Tormund and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe we're going to kill Tormund right now. <clears> like, this is, this is, and, and to be honest with you, I kind of want them to be a little ruthless. Me I too. Because like, I felt like last season, they were like real pushy so about that, the whole that thing.
0: So that is a little fan service. That's something I might say. They're kind of like, we want to keep these guys to the moment.
1: Right. And they did that last season, big time. Like, well, with yeah, all yeah. of our favorite guys going out in the woods with the White Walkers and literally every single one lives. That, to be honest, is like, it's not good writing. Yeah,
0: we we it's like we, where the, we,
1: the Walking Dead kills off everybody.
0: Yeah. Well, we discussed it. I know,
1: but we didn't listen to this podcast in two years.
0: Yeah, but the but The Walking Dead relies on character death a lot. At yeah. least it did before I stopped watching it. I don't know if it still does. Yeah, I
1: don't watch it shit no more. <clears throat> I not even watch Matthew's videos. But anyway,
0: that kid on fire, that creepy, screaming, terrifying uh, shit.
1: And it's like you know something's gonna happen just because the way the scene is shot where you're seeing Torment, but you're still seeing the kid behind him. And mm-hmm. I, I felt so uncomfortable. And the the screaming is pretty fucked up. It's very like a vampire and I didn't like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's creepy. And uh, so before we, before we talk about the Jamie stuff, I think we should probably do, do we, are we going to spend much time on this, these, the arrangements that have been around forever?
1: No, we saw the, we arranged the first episode, Seven Arms, whatever, Seven Kingdoms. Let's not.
0: Well, can we, we do have to talk a little bit about it because here's what I want to say is this. As far as episode structure goes, they wanted to show us that the Umbers were dead. We know that the Whites and the White Walkers are terrifying and they're scary and they're dangerous. We already know this. Mm-hmm. So I think in this scene, they're going, we need to show them something a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is a teaser, I think. This matters. This is going to matter. This image happened for a reason, not yeah. just we want to freak you out and the kid's stuck to the wall and he's going to come to life and he's going to get burned. Um, I, think it, I think this symbolism, as it were, is going to matter in the future. I just have no clue what it means at this point. People have, have said it looks similar to the Targaryen sigil. People have said, how many arms is it? Is it seven arms for seven kingdoms, seven arms for seven gods? Is it? Is it what, what is it? I don't know. I think there's more than seven, but I, I couldn't say for certain.
1: I don't know. You just said seven earlier, and I was like, oh, I can't pay attention.
0: Just yeah, kidding. but but this is one thing I'm going to avoid the internet on. I'll just I'll know it when it happens, right?
1: Miss um, Kara in the chat is like, "What if he's screaming because he's attached to a wall and telling you there are people with swords? No, nope, let's just kill him." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that could have happened when they ran into Talit. You have blue eyes. I've always had blue eyes. That
1: was like, that was that was funny. That the kids laugh. like, I have blue eyes. <laughs> I also have blue eyes. They've always been this way. I swear.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry we killed you. You just talk
1: really weird. So weird. You scared us we had to stab you. Good night. Good, sir.
0: <laughs> so yeah, this was, obviously we know the Whites and the White Walkers. That's my point is, we know that they're dangerous and scary. We know they're terrifying. But this is something a little bit more, a little a little more mysterious. And
1: it's like the callback to the very start of the show, where we we see that weird death and the weird arrangement That's in true. the very first episode. Yep. Um, yep. For sure, to, to remind us, like, hey— like they're they're creepy and shit, but like they do this weird shit too. Like mm-hmm. remember this weird shit we saw weird shit yeah. like early on in the show.
0: Yeah, they clearly have intelligence. They use weapons. I mean, they're they know what they know what they're doing. Yeah. We we could see it in their encounters with the White Walkers and the Night King himself. Mm-hmm. He knew he knew to prepare for the dragon. He had the weapon. Right. All right. Let's talk about her weary, handsome, and noble, and just and true and good traveler, Someone- the love of my life. I'm not finished, Harpy. <laughs> I am not finished. The true and noble love, loving gentleman, protector of the realm, swordman elite. Even though he's now a lefty, Jamie Lannister.
1: Um, woo, Jamie! Yeah, all right, handsome and noble. I like when um somebody I think uh, commented on one of the one of the posts and was like, "Why does it look like everybody else has been like a week and Jamie looks like he's aged like ten years? Like he's all like disheveled and he's
0: beat up from the road."
1: Um, he. I'm not gonna lie, he looks handsome as fuck. He's a it's the guy. beard. It's like the beard, I guess. It's good looking guy. The Jamie Lannister. No, no, no. He's not good looking without the beard. Yes, the he beard, is. no. The beard, it's the beard. Okay. It's it's, it's, it's fucking, the fucking bitches beard.
0: like you that make all these hipsters grow beards. No,
1: I don't need a long beard. I need a Jamie Lannister beard. Just saying. It's a good beard. I support it. I hate Jamie, but I'll take his beard.
0: You hate Jamie. Sometimes. You are canceled off the podcast. Depends on my mood.
1: Depends on my mood. I like this moment when he sees brand. It was real funny. You know what?
0: You're fired.
1: <laughs> Good day. Pack
0: my stuff Look, up. Step at the office. Look, it's going to be great. You're fired. And here's why.
1: I come out and there's my box of things packed up. <laughs> my over Martel bobblehead. No,
0: but seriously, the you you were mean to Sam. Do you remember when you were mean to Sam?
1: I've been mean to a lot of people. I'm very fickle.
0: Well, I think Jamie deserves an apology. So no. he's waiting for it.
1: I will. I'll get back to you on his apology. Okay. Yeah. I'll get back to you. All right. When he well, murders the fuck out of Cersei,
0: you owe an apology. He's about to get, uh, I think, arrested. But so yeah, him and Brandon exchange a look.
1: Dude, I hope Danny doesn't kill um, Jamie just because I, I said he was going to live on <laughs> my pool, and I want to win if all that money. If Danny
0: kills Jamie, I will. I will wait on bated breath for her death. Nothing will bring me greater joy. Wow. Than her death. Wow. Wow. If she kills Jamie. Wow. Because he pushed a kid out of no Big deal. And how many people is she also killed?
1: what killed. Her relative who was king that one time.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome, realm. Your dad was burning up the Starks, the sworn enemy of the Lannisters, and he still stepped up to the plate because he's handsome and noble. <laughs> All right, I had my moment. I'm over it. Let's close it out. Let's. Well, awesome. It's a setup. Okay.
1: This is a setup episode. Game Throne's back. It has to be. We didn't see the show for two years. It has to be a setup episode. We have no choice.
0: It's like, do you remember this person? This is that, this is that episode.
1: Yeah, no, it is. Okay. And now we're all together. Great. We all know. We can all move and on. And now
0: things are going to happen and things are going to get closed out rather quickly.
1: Yeah, obviously. But the episode is starting to get really long, right? Because this episode was only an hour. Hour and six. Yeah, but that's including this inside the episode bullshit at the end. Okay. Um, I feel like they're going to start getting longer. Than that,
0: yeah, their runtimes are longer, but not as long as some people thought. John was pointing that out.
1: I thought it, it was going to be like watching movies, honestly.
0: By today's standards, movies are two hours and fifty minutes. Like when I watched <laughs> like
1: that last episode of True Detective, I was like, "Holy shit, this is a fucking movie! It's an hour and twenty minutes."
0: Yeah. Well, there's um, first of all, thank you to everyone who went on to the Facebook group to participate in the uh, champing of the return. Um, that's facebook.com slash groups slash L-S-G on G-O-T. Facebook.com slash groups slash L-S-G on G-O-T. If you get referenced to that Facebook group by a friend, you're not going to get accepted unless you answer the goddamn questions. So the, go there if you listen to the podcast. If you don't listen to the podcast, it's not a place to go fucking hang out. Okay? There's a million Game of Thrones groups. You I don't, don't
1: need- want to be in this one either if you don't listen to the podcast, <laughs> yeah. honestly.
0: It, it, this is, it, I, it's, it's cool. Like, I want people to share and all this crap, but it, you have to answer the fucking questions. If you don't know who the hosts are, I'm not letting you in. So that's just the way yeah, it Yeah, that's
1: fucking rude. Stop but, sending uh, your friends You don't know who the hosts are. <laughs> get out of here. I just go through and accept everything, so that's why I'm not allowed to do admin stuff. Yeah, I,
0: we don't just, by <laughs> a rule, accept recommendations from people who, who tag people. They still have to answer the questions um, because don't some people might sneak in under the wire and we don't know who they are, and then we're just auto-approving their friends. We're not doing that, so tell them we're to an join an exclusive
1: it. club, okay? Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Not just
1: anybody can get in. We
0: create worlds, okay? But, ah. um, so- my point is, thanks, guys. There's 120 comments on My this. My point thing.
1: is, now that we shit talked all of your friends that you sent to us, thank we, you. We take
0: it back. No, we want you to send them to the podcast first and foremost. That's how this this starts, and then we then they come over to the group. They go, oh, cool show. We want to talk about Game of Thrones here. Um, you know what I mean? So there's I that. Know. Well, there's a lot of comments. I'm scrolling through them now.
1: I have not even had a chance to look at them. Sorry, guys.
0: Um, and uh, I want to uh, I want to start with Tiffany Bell. I've okay. already said this, but it's too good. She says, anyone else noticed in the opening clips how freaking the Crips of Winterfell are featured? Question mark. She then says, I know everyone was talking about how Miss Andy and Grey Worm were being stared at for being two raisins oh, in a bowl of mayo. Ew. <laughs> I know the feeling, but I, I thought she said oatmeal. But I think she was actually thinking, damn, these people are not happy or even relieved to see us not like across the sea. That's a really astute point by Tiffany, and I want to point it out, because everywhere they go, they were seen in Essos as these liberators, right? Which is what Danny, what a great point by Tiffany, which is what Danny was doing. She was liberating people who were then inspired and then joined her. Now she's going to Westeros demanding fealty and saying, I am going to fight for you if you kneel to me. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great point by Tiffany, and, and there's probably no more simple way to say it than that, and that's one of the things I like about this. Good shit, Tiffany always good um, shit who do you got
1: I don't have anybody because I literally have not had a chance I just said I've not had a chance to read any of the comments
0: um, all right. so you're going
1: to have to keep going for me my friend
0: all right. I'm sorry guys I it's, care about your comments it's marked as an announcement so they're easy to find at the top of the page
1: I can't scroll through 120 and find a good one
0: just pick one um, Deborah McCura I haven't talked to her in a while She's a she's one of those
1: normally calls her every night, so (laughs) (laughs) Hey Deborah, what's going on? At three AM
0: she answers, I just hang up.
1: (laughs) Hi Deborah (laughs) click.
0: (sighs) I just breathe. All right. She, She no, she's a walking dead lady.
1: So, I know who she is. So
0: Deborah says, I'm a little late to the party, but maybe I need to rewatch because I'm wondering why Sansa is being a cunt.
1: <gasps> How dare you?
0: That's why I wanted you to read it. You stop
1: calling her at 3 a.m. This is unacceptable. Also,
0: why Danny killed Sam's father and bru Why? Did I miss something? Yes, you clearly missed something. You missed something. 100% go back and rewatch it. Also, Cersei banging, I don't remember. You... What is this? This is a terrible comment. Nice job.
1: You don't know anyone's name. You don't know what's going on. Get it together, Debbie! I don't think Dean's going to call you anymore at night. Sorry.
0: I call you for this. <laughs> huh? I risk everything
1: to call you and this is what I get.
0: <coughs> anyway, she says she's a whore and she's going to say the baby's his. Yes. Um, I didn't even think about that. This is the comment I read that made me have that idea oh. was that Cersei's going to call the baby her own. So credit to Deborah for that one after I raked her over the coals a little.
1: Yeah, you sure did.
0: Um, okay. Okay. Since Jessica didn't do her job. Nope.
1: Oh, sorry, I literally just got home like <laughs> fucking five hours ago max. I haven't slept in like seven days. Seven.
0: She was gone for three.
1: I was gone for five. All and right. I did not sleep at all.
0: God, I wish you were gone for five more, truth be told.
1: <laughs> I'll go right back in the short flights.
0: Yeah. Get on that thing. One way, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, why don't I have a return ticket confirmation in my email?
0: Um, Who else do we have? Jonathan Butters. Um, he has quite a few comments in here. He's, uh, this is his jam. Uh, some people thought it was underwhelming. Aaron Fallon uh, agreed with Andrew Smith, who said, I, I know I'll be sacrificing, sacrifice to the old gods and the new, but I thought it was kind of underwhelming. The dialogue felt off. I agree. Danny John thing isn't working for me. I'm sure it'll pick up in the next one. I like the discussion between the hands and the Jamie stare down, but that was about it. Um, yeah, it was, um, it wasn't mind blowing. It was just sort of a standard episode. I yeah. think people expected more because it was a return after a long dip. Of course. Um, Aaron agrees, maybe a bit too much hype, possibly. That's a good point. Uh, Lynn Tamula says they had so many marks they wanted to hit, it felt like they couldn't give any of them enough time. That's really a good point, too. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Taylor Galloway, I want to start with, in all seriousness, how stoked I am at the thought of having Jessica back on. Tina oh, you know, Matt are beasts yeah. with the amount of work they put in. <clears throat> Hold on. Dean and Matt are beasts, let me just say that again, with the amount of work they put in in the day and day out. But I've always loved the chemistry between Dean and Jessica. Wow.
1: Oh, beast on my heart.
0: I, I first found LGO oh, for fuck's sakes, with a reminiscing.
1: Oh, I love it. Read me <laughs> more. Fucking Remember oh, When,
0: starring
1: Taylor, Taylor Galloway and Jessica. Tell me more, Taylor. Tell me more.
0: <laughs> I'm just fucking with him. But uh, he says, and now every episode that goes by without a death just means they have to cram more deaths into the other episodes, which I think can only lessen the impacts of important deaths. I think I had a convo with Margin about this. If we have five deaths in an episode, do we have time to feel the impact of them? Question mark. I, I think we probably do. That's just me editorializing. No, he depends. continues by saying, I don't know. All I know is we've followed most of these characters for years. Pause. Did anybody remember The Red Wedding? Very impactful.
1: Yeah. Okay. every episode of The Red Wedding, is it going to be as impactful?
0: No. That I, I agree with that. He says, I don't know. All I know is that we've followed most of these characters for years, so we better have good payoffs. And more importantly, we better have motherfuckers dying, otherwise they're bitching out. He yells. Call me where, but I'm rooting for the Night King. Kind of weird, but I dig it.
1: No, well, I'm sure a lot of people are rooting for Night King secretly in their mind and lives. Not me.
0: (laughs) John warned him, you better saddle up and brace yourself for a couple of big battles where everyone gets capped.
1: Yeah. Mm. You know what? That's fine.
0: And that's impactful. If if there's a war and like four guys get it, it's like, fuck.
1: That's literally what I thought was going to happen in the episode where nobody died. When mm. all of the men I love went out into the woods. Yeah. And I was like, goodbye, Jorah.
0: All the men I love went out into the woods. Yeah, when
1: literally all my boyfriends went into the woods together. They were, they it's weren't. like literally my dream. All my boyfriends out in the woods together. But then I was afraid I was going to die, and then no one did.
0: They were trying to get away right. from you, believe
1: me. Oh, I, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: um, all right. That's, um, oh, let me let me do uh, Daniel Um, The John and Ari reunion made me cry. Ari defending her sister, reminding John he's also part of their family. Brain keeping the creep factor turned up to eleven. No joke. Iron Gendry reunion filled my heart with joy and happiness. Me too. And when he called her my lady, I screamed.
1: I didn't scream, but I wanted to.
0: Sansa throwing shade all over the place. I know no queen but the queen in the north, whose name is Stark. Poor Sam in his face from Danny was like, "Yeah, I murdered your family." <laughs> <laughs> didn't love the dragon riding scene. I felt hokey. Yep. I did uh same with the dragons giving John the stink eye, and we only have six episodes. We don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I haven't been a fan of Danny in quite a while. And tonight just reinforced that. Mm-hmm. Didn't care for the smirk. Didn't care for continued ins- 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 insistence that she somehow owed the throne. And I especially didn't care for a subtle, not-so-subtle threat towards Sansa. Bronn's first scene was in a whorehouse because, of course, it was. Uh, Daniel, I think I'm in lockstep with you on every point. Wait, I'm sorry, who's com-
1: common as this again?
0: Daniel Kota.
1: Oh, yeah. Best friend now, officially.
0: That was good. Um, so yeah, that's that's as many as comments we're going to do today. So thank you guys very much again. Facebook.com slash group slash LSG on GOT. Answer the questions, participate, have fun. Uh, final thoughts, Jessica?
1: Um, I agree this the episode was definitely underwhelming. Like there was a lot of buildup, a lot of, you know, excitement for it, which is hard. Whenever I go into something thinking like, this is going to be so good, I'm so excited for it. I'm pretty much always let down. And then when I go into something with low expectations, it, it goes well. Um, so, you know, having high expectations was hard. Um, it It was also the first time I watched it was super emotional. Like I said, with a bunch of people, like really being super into it. And even at that point, I knew I'm like, when I rewatch this, I think I'm going to have problems with like a lot of things. Um, but I'm still optimistic that the rest of the season is going to be good. I I am. I really am. I have to be, I have to be, I can't, it can't be bad. (laughs) It just can't.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, here's what I do know. No matter what they do at the end, some people are gonna like it and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. That's life. That's entertainment. That's creative endeavors. That's just the way it is. You know what's crazy? Some people don't like LSG media. Isn't that nuts?
1: Um, kill them. It's
0: crazy, but it's true. And like some people aren't gonna like the end, up end of murder them? the. No matter what, some people aren't gonna like the end of the show. And that's so brace yourselves. For those of you who are going to cry and weep and love it, there is going to be people who don't like it, and you guys are going to fight on the internet. So just get yourselves ready for that.
1: Okay. Me and Tina are fighting on this podcast, probably. So yeah,
0: why not? Um, all right, it's a setup episode. It is, but I kind of dig it. It's good. I liked it. I, I'm not going to say I didn't like it. I'm going to say I liked it. So if we were going to say, if we apply our scale, which Jessica might not even be familiar with, which is
1: podcast on YouTube hate before,
0: it. hate it.
1: I've done this before.
0: Hate it. Don't like it. Like it. Love it. I'm going to say like it. I will like,
1: say like it, but it's like a real C minus like
0: it. Well, it's either like it or you don't.
1: I, I liked it in the voice I just said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that matters. That's The fair. voice
1: I said it in matters. I like it. I like
0: it. It, it did what it had to do. <laughs> and, uh, that's just the way it's going to be. So, All right. So that's it. We're done. We did it. We came back. We're here. And um, we had a lot of fun. It's good to be back. Yeah. And I'm um, digging the YouTube. We had a great turnout. Um, really awesome. Super cool. You guys rule. And um, we will try to keep you as posted as possible. We have a calendar on the website. We will post in the Game of Thrones group page um, when when the next show will go. But um, with with uh, the new setup here, thanks to some of our generous listeners, shout out to Ed Foster. I will be able to get this episode out rather quickly. I just got to dig out the old intro file because I got to go back and find that music somewhere. I've changed computers and shit, so I got to find all that. But with the new setup, we can I can usually turn these episodes around pretty quickly. So expect uh, this to hit the podcast feed sometime tonight on April 16th, 2019. is about 8.50 p.m. Eastern Standard. And with that, we are going to be signing off. It's good to be back, Jessica. Tell these good people goodbye.
1: Goodbye, good people. See you next week. See you next week.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for checking out LSG Media's coverage of A Game of Thrones. Make sure you check us out on the web at libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net where you can see other shows we have like The Walking Dead and the Science Fiction Film Podcast. All right, folks, we will catch you next week. Have a good one.